utter garbage. A complete letdown after the masterpiece that was Garfield 2004 live-action movie featuring Bill Murray as titular character Garfield. This movie should not be canon in the Garfield universe, of which I am an avid fan. I would give zero stars if possible. God, I wish they shot Garfield out of a cannon. <laughs> Welcome to Rough Cuts. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. This summer, the world's biggest star is back. And he's bigger than ever. I got a pie belch coming. It might break your windows. Uh, oh. Garfield 2. Stretch of Somebody take my temperature. That was from June 3rd, 2020, by the way. That's new. That's oh, new. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. I just saw that. I was like, wow. Yeah. Holy shit, that rules. That's even better than I realized. <laughs> that review That review is perfect. Imagine. Um, imagine being that worried about Garf Cannon in 2020. <laughs> Imagine, um, okay, imagine the original Garfield is so much better than this movie. Yes. <laughs> you're, yeah, as a fan, I, you're upset that this movie came out. The other complete bomb Garfield movie is better? No. It's de- I, did the first it, one bomb I, or did it do well? They both oh, bombed. It, it bombed. I, I would they make well, a like, or at least It bombed critically, <laughs> at least. We'll put it that okay. way. That, my question was, that wasn't critically. It's like, did it do well in the box office? Well, this one did well at the box office. It did? Yes. It made $145 million on a budget of 60 so... Oh. Why? Because <laughs> it's Garfield. Why has anyone cared about Garfield since Garfield and Friends went off the air? That is a... That's a wonderful question. <laughs> I'm worried about going back, though, and looking at like Garfield and Friends and realizing that it was all horrible garbage. Well, I've I've watched it as an older person and it's for a kid show of the time, it's still not that bad. I mean, it's not like okay. transcendent, but it's all right. Sure. Well, okay. See, when you get syndication, you can stop caring. Yes. See, I yeah, I very specifically have avoided looking at anything Garfield and Friends because I'm like I do not need my childhood ruined by realizing how bad Garfield and Friends actually is. Because if any other Garfield media is indication, Garfield and Friends has got to be just bottom of the barrel. Nah, it's, it's, it's not that bad. You're, 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 all right, your I'm... childhood is relatively safe. Whew. Mainly due to the fact that the voice of Garfield was Lorenzo Music, and Lorenzo Music knew how to voice a goddamn cat. True. When a cat tells you you did all right, listen, they know. Also, uh, what about the gummy bears? <laughs> Right. Right. Hi, I'm Tummy Gummy. You watch these exciting scenes from today's show while I go get a snack. Gotta make sure that everything's intact. Well, God, Uh, I'm just trying to avoid talking about this film. I know that we do that bit all the time, but it's not a bit because I don't want to talk about this movie. Oh, oh, I mentioned Lorenzo Music. Can I quick do the Lorenzo Music Bill Murray conspiracy thing? Yes, please. Wait, yes. what? Is there a Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Lanzo music conspiracy? It's sort of. It's it's relatively well known among people who know way too much about eighties voice actors, like I do. But so, as you're aware, Bill Murray, uh, most famous for his role as Peter Venkman in Ghostbusters. Yes, never heard of him. Exactly. Yeah, uh, no, I, so yeah, what? he played Peter yeah, Venkman in Ghostbusters. Right? Yeah, in, in Garfield, he played Peter Venkman oh, in Garfield. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's right, boys. It's Doctor Venkman. So, uh, there was also the cartoon, The Real Ghostbusters, if you recall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, yes. if you recall, uh, the voice of Peter Venkman in that was Lorenzo was Music. Yes. Yes. Who would also go on to voice Garfield and Garfield and Friends. And mm-hmm. thus, Bill Murray has completed the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't... That's not a conspiracy, though. Oh, it's more of a conspiracy than you know. Oh, it is a conspiracy, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Peter, what are you doing? 
Not to worry, Egon. Everything's under control. I've reversed the polarity on the stream. Reverse the polarity? My, as you can tell, my orange cat is very, very angry about the slanderous portrayal of his kind in this movie. <laughs> Same. Gwen has been meowing up a storm. Does it turn? Hey, is there like a frequency that Garfield emits as a movie? <laughs> there like, might be. That fucking destroys. Wait, the is that the conspiracy? Maybe that's what their truth. It's out oh there. My God. I mean, when you think about it, people that are like super into Garfield definitely do some crazy things. Have you have you heard about the Garfield cruise? The two thousand. Okay, I need you all 20... to be quiet for just a moment because I have a thing for this. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. There you go. Just Perfect. continue. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> we needed it. In 2003, on the 25th anniversary of Garfield, hundreds of people spent thousands of dollars each to join a week-long cruise devoted to Garfield. Oh, yeah. No, the Garfield where, where they, fan no, bases. They, they not only did, like, really stupid scavenger hunts in Key West, Florida as part of their cruise but they they also had auctions where they spent 140 dollars on a hundred dollar gift cards i see yeah. and they had a 400 grown adult garfield pajama party i i have a question yeah how how is garfield able to inspire like anywhere near that level of devotion from anyone I don't Can know. I have a quick. I have a quick aside <laughs> here too. You're saying that forty. You're saying that there's adults that were in a Garfield pajama party. Yeah. Boy, that's just called yiffing. Yes, that's also. Yeah. True. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I, does Garfield Wait, actually? Yiff? You know what? No. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh. No. Actually, no. I'm gonna stand up for the furry community here and say no. That is not the same. <laughs> I, I, are there Garf sodas? <laughs> oh shit! I'm looking up Garf soda. No, I. There's definitely Garfsonas. I'm, I'm incognito tab looking up Garfsonas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want oh, that. But... <laughs> I'm looking it up normally, and oh my god, there are, and oh my god, they're terrifying. Wait, I'm, no, this I'm posting right. one. Oh I've my god. Every... I've eaten everything, John. Oh my god. Enjoy <laughs> my Garfsonas. This one has a neck beard. What the I... fuck? This How is the it... most Garfsona Garfsona I've ever seen. It's wearing a shirt that says, I'm not fat, I'm Undertale. This, Wait, one's, wearing, uh, this one's wearing underpants that just say propaganda. <laughs> the Garfsona universe is extremely disturbing, my friend. What is this? I do not think we were fat, going here. I'm Undertale? This is, <laughs> the, deep, this is the deepest, what? darkest hole I've ever seen on the internet, and it's a lot. Uh, uh, uh. Oh shit, my phone just <laughs> burst into flames. Fuck it. What? Get the holy water quick. Oh, Jesus. I will be, in fact, posting these on our Twitter. Follow no! us at RoughCutsCast on Twitter. Oh, no. You stop that right Don't now. do it. No. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, and God. It... This one this one screams slurs at you from its YouTube video. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does it? it? I need to scroll down. Oh yeah, that one totally. Yeah, does. yeah. <laughs> it totally does. That one has a that one has an alt right YouTube channel that it screams yeah. slurs at you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Does. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's got the eyebrows for it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, so back to Garfield. So, so about does... Garfield, Garfield also inspired a restaurant called Garf Eats, which was delivered by Uber Eats. You could get Garfield head-shaped pizza that looked fucking disgusting <laughs> by by a failed fashion model, uh, male fashion model <laughs> who constantly shows his chest to everyone. Oh, was that actually a thing? Yeah, I yes. posted this picture earlier. Oh, in the, oh, I didn't realize the that. that oh, that's that the owner picture? of Garfield Eats. Oh. It's a strange oh. blending of worlds there, honestly. Yeah. Oh. That place, no longer in business due to COVID. Rest its soul. Oh, it's due to the COVID, you say? Yeah. Well, it couldn't be for any is. other reason. Couldn't be any other reason. It, like... opened, it opened up extra chains because it was doing so well. And then COVID hit and most people yeah. have been having You know what? You're, you're telling yeah. me this, but uh, my brain, I'm refusing to believe it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not. 
I'm sorry. You're you're a terrible liar. At least that's what I'm telling myself. Hello, I'm Jim Davis, and this is my cat Garfield. Hi, I'm Garfield, and this is my cartoonist Jim Davis. Well, Garfield came along and defended our right to eat lasagna, skip the gym, and sleep until noon. In a sense, he was a rebel. Uh, which brings us to Nathan Masri, another rebel and co-founder of a new food experience that Garfield would love. Garfield eats. What, do you not want a Garnivore pizza? I don't. I don't understand. Uh, a Garnivore was my favorite. Uh, so, anyways, uh, back Corman to this movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Did they have a lasagna pizza? I need to know. Of course they did. They had to have. Did they? Did How they? could they I not? I feel like we're never getting on track for this movie. Looking, I mean, what well, is there to say about this movie, honestly? Oh, yeah, they have a big button that says order lasagna at the top. Mm. Yeah, there I you mean, go. I can yeah. say, can I say that this movie has destroyed the reputations of, like, three or four of some of my favorite actors of all time? Well, it's yeah. okay. Billy Connolly can just say, nope, nope, that was John Cleese, wasn't me. Yeah, it was that's John Cleese in this film. Yeah, what can Tim Curry say though? Because that's the most Tim Curry that Tim Curry has ever been. Uh, Tim Curry I mean, gets a pass. Can can Tim Curry sue uh, Billy Connolly for slander? I think I think so. Right? Possibly. It feels like it. I feel like also if we're going to talk about conspiracy theories as far as actors and stuff go. I'm going to put up a new conspiracy theory here about Bill Murray in that this is the Bill Murray that's from Osmosis Jones and (laughs) not the Bill Murray that's from, like, say, Groundhog Day or Lost in Translation or, you know. Yeah, no, that's uh, accurate. Yeah. unless, Unless Bill Murray woke up one day during Groundhog's Day and he was just in Garfield. Right? That was his oh. day? Well, if you recall, there was that one scene where it clearly wasn't audio they recorded for the film. It was just audio of him trying to negotiate his uh, his contract. Oh, yes! Thank <laughs> Christ. Hold up. At long last. Oh my okay. god! <laughs> <laughs> it's afternoon. I'm allowed now. It's, it's okay, 12 o'clock a... local time? Alright. <laughs> oh, local time, it's 12.01, baby! You could have I've needed that. this for two hours. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, it was we started this at twelve my time, so I don't oh, drink God. though, unfortunately. Lucky. So anyway, the movie starts off with John proposing to Garfield because he wants to. <laughs> I mean, I to know. this director also did the Alvin movies. I think. Let me sleep, please. Oh God, I know I met you. Which they also managed to trick David Cross and, well, they just paid him enough, I'm sure. But what was David Cross doing in the Chipmunks movies? I guess what I'm trying to say is... David Cross just does whatever. (laughs) David Cross is like that. Marriage? What? Well, this is kind of sudden. What? There may be some legal issues here. What's going on here? Maybe as a servant, we could stay together, make it work. Does he understand Garfield? No. Wait a second, Liz? Okay. Liz? Garfield? What? I don't know. So Garfield was... No, worse. Wait, Garfield wants to marry John? Like, what? Yes, it is Garfield. What? What? You're not wrong. Oh, God. No, it's... Okay, listen. That That's... This is an entirely unfair characterization of John Arbuckle. It's Garfield that wants to fuck John. Yeah, that's true. That's also, true. that's not what the movie started with. The movie started with Garfield being portrayed as a murderer throughout fairy tale history. Oh yeah, he's killing all the fairy tale creatures and people. For some reason, yeah. despite the fact Which... this movie has nothing to do with fairy tales. Oh look, God, it's look at that! Literally, God, he looks terrifying. Fairy tale creatures. Wow. Why is? Well, he's just stealing from little. Oh, now he's murdering oh, again. Okay. Wait, is this about? Hold up. Is it? Is this a fairy tale movie? I thought this was. I don't think so. No, I, well, I just think. Yeah. Oh, Billy Connolly, it's top they, billing. Nice. Hold up. Do they think do they feel that England is a place of fairy tales? Do they, do they yes. believe that England is the land of the fae? Yes. Yes. They, they do. They oh, do. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, it is right. That's not true. It has England in it. The land of the Fae folk. 
That's true. I even did a bingo. There's so much yeah. England. Like stone drapes. <laughs> like like stone drapes <laughs> all over the walls. Just Stonehenge. To clarify, Boyk thought that Stonehenge was giant drapes. So at the end of the movie, when he was showing off his bingo card, and we saw Stonehenge, we went, was there Stonehenge in that? And he goes, no, those are drapes. <laughs> to which we had to explain to Boyks that no, that You'll there exists in England a large stone... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? On on the Salisbury Plains. <laughs> I see that you marked off. Was Stonehenge in the movie? I don't remember. Is that Stonehenge? Yeah, the in the oh. uh, bottom left, like. Oh, I thought that was curtains. <laughs> no, that's Stonehenge. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, why is Stonehenge going up? They never the Salisbury Plain in the movie. Christ, <laughs> it's great. You know, the grapes. The British. Yes, the grapes. Yes, yeah. You don't have the grapes in America. Can we just do the podcast about that? <laughs> You're keeping this in. I'm not editing this one. You don't keep it in. I'm fucking getting <laughs> I added a half of these. I'll get you eventually. <laughs> Look, I don't know what the fuck it was. It just looked like some curtains. I'm like, yeah, there's curtains. In this I'm movie. sorry, but I looked at that and the only thing that pops into mind is, oh, that's Stonehenge. Yeah, no, no, the stereotypically British thing. Drapes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my. Okay. All right. All right. God damn it. They don't just put the... I thought that was just, like, something they sold for your house. You put it You'll in. You'll have to tweet out the bingo card, the... too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel that's an uh... important part of this episode. <laughs> this movie This movie did almost get a uh, blackout on my bingo, though. Oh, are you also eating snacks? No, no, no. Uh... I'm, I'm now shaking my cocktail. Oh, my Lord. I haven't been able to slam it yet. Just give me a moment. I'm ready. Well, while we're waiting for... Speaking, speaking of alcohol... Remember this film did feature apparently drug use and sexuality. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it opened up PG because of drug use, sexuality, oh, violence, like, violence and language or something. I don't know. language. Just sexuality and drug use is what jumped out at me. I feel like that was false advertising. Yeah, like there was a reference to like Garfield hitting the catnip, I think. Does that count? Well, there was also the slight bit about uh the British people huffing paint, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that, I guess. But where was this? Which I guess is a common pastime among British lords. I don't know Britain any more than honestly, does, apparently. It would not surprise me, honestly, <laughs> I, knowing the British royal like, family. Uh, I feel like I should be offended for British people for this film. I, I Oh, yeah, you should it's be. It's offensive. <laughs> it's, like, mildly offensive, but, like, it assumes all British people are rich, pompous, like living in castles and like they all talk like uh, pip pip cheerio except for the scottish um duck what was it is a scottish rabbit no it's it a scottish, scottish rabbit, rabbit. mcbunny yeah and mcbunny yeah. which again should have been mac bunny but you know whatever yes like, yeah what the hell and the only actual scottish person in the film that i'm aware of was doing his best to cover that up <laughs> yeah, he was his... trying to be british <laughs> as fuck and it's well, he, was like, doing oh. his, he was doing his john cleese impression yeah. It's a yeah, pretty yeah. good John Cleese impression. Yeah? Like, yeah. Boyks, Boyks thought that that was John Cleese for a while. <laughs> oh, dear. You mean our little orange bundle of fun is missing? Paul! Okay. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, when is he going to enter this movie? Oh, he's here! Oh! I Honestly, see. it took me a moment to actually recognize that that was Billy Connolly and not John Cleese, too. I was like, wait, did John Cleese also do a cameo in this? Because yeah, Billy Connolly has short hair. It's just, I don't know how to handle that. Yeah. He's apparently just John Cleese. Maybe that's our third conspiracy. Maybe is Billy Connolly <laughs> the same person as John Cleese? Oh, I hope not. I was gonna say, yeah, actually, now that I say that, I'm like, that's really disappointing because Billy Connolly yeah. at least seems like a decent human. I can't believe Billy Connolly is a hack fraud. 
I mean, being in Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, does immediately give you hack fraud points. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I do like it, the it part, is. Yeah. yeah, I do like the part of the movie where Tim Curry, except for Odie, was, Odie is not a hack fraud. No. Oh, that's true. Odie's great. Um, but the part of the movie where Tim Curry was the evil bad guy who turned all of the cartoon creatures into uh, evil versions of themselves, while the cute king was trying to turn them all into cute versions of themselves, as you know, our main character Doc Brown. And his cartoon sidekick tried to say, fuck, that's Toonstruck. I, I confused yeah. it with yeah. the video game Toonstruck. That'll happen. Yeah. You know, we've gone 17 and a half minutes thus far without really delving into this movie at all. Does anybody even it's almost like know the movie. Garfield? Like, come on. <laughs> it's almost like the experience of watching this, where, <laughs> as I remember at one point, I said, holy shit, does anybody realize that the prince... Um, Garfield's doppelganger, rich royalty friend. I'm like, is yeah. a way more interesting character than Garfield. And to which you immediately responded, yes, that's why he's been in much less of this film. Yeah, because he's more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything no. interesting couldn't actually be featured mainly in this film. This movie constantly set up interesting points and then immediately threw them away. Like, every time. Every fucking oh, sorry. time. sorry. I... Excuse me, sorry. Say that again? When did this movie bring up anything interesting? Well, it's like, let's introduce a dog that's going to chase Garfield and attack him. And Garfield's going to have to try and get out of the way. Oh, the dog just, like... Oh, what was that dog's played. name again, actually? I was just going to say, can you clarify? <laughs> Boyks, you open this can of worms. Hey, Boyks, would you like tell us what this British dog's name is? Yeah, it was uh, Goebbels. <laughs> it's not Goebbels. Goebbels. It's, it's Rommel. Yeah. See, the thing is, you're joking about Goebbels, but I'm like, that's, yes, that's basically the joke. Yeah, that's what they went for. Well, agreed. Garfield, find your (laughs) Nazi jokes here. Nazi jokes, Nazi jokes. Yeah, there was a, if I may, there was a pit bull named Winston Churchill living in the same house as as a, was it a Doberman? Not a mm-hmm. Rottweiler? I don't know exactly. Uh, it was like a Rottweiler. Rottweiler or a Pinscher or something, yeah? Yeah, it was yeah. a Rottweiler. So there was a Rottweiler named Rommel and a bulldog named Winston. Like They also never did anything with that. They just did no. the names and they never actually played on it at all. No, which... they, they, you could have had something there. But I guess... that would require having yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So Garfield and Friends. Rommel, Goebel, yeah, Himmler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, if this movie, if this movie had like a Hitler rat or something like too, I, I wouldn't have doubted it <laughs> no. to be honest. If you told me, no. I'm looking at my notes here for anything else. I remember when British Kevin James showed up. That was neat. Oh, oh yeah, God, right. He <laughs> was a British Kevin yeah. James in one oh. scene. Well, at least they kept the uh, London montage oh, mercifully I, um... short. Uh-huh. How do I look? What? No, see, look, I'm proposing to my girl. Is this the British in... Kevin James? Uh, hmm, oh, yes. God, no. Might oh, no. Do you I see it? I see it now. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. He showed up yeah. on a Segway, like in his mall cop outfit. He was a bellhop, I believe. In yeah, yeah, he came in as a bellhop, like, but wearing yeah. wearing like a a little badge, like he was bellhop security on his Segway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he ate a really moldy banana for some reason, and then just <laughs> yeah. exited the film and and what gave a... John a rose. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he did just give John a. I, wasn't that a carnate? Was it a rose? Oh no, I there was a rose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, British Kevin James. British Kevin James. That man was incredibly British, Kevin James. <laughs> That's true. There was that one scene where they taught the dog to bite uh, fake John Cleese's dick. That was a good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote down a note for Upside Down Odie, because Odie was upside down at one point. Oh, that's a good note! Looking for belly rubs. Uh, oh, Odie was oh. really cute. Uh, I've got another really good note here that we can yeah. work with. The, uh, the Wolverine Jean Grey picture, Energy Butler. <laughs> 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 yeah. yes. Holy shit! That that man played Alfred in a few animated series too. By the way, doesn't surprise me. But yeah, there's literally a scene where the butler, butler of the energy. cat, the butler of the cat, because yeah, the Tim Curry character is like a lord, so he has a he. Just a quick 
the movie starts with like a lord dying and leaving everything he has to his cat prince so the cat is now talk about the movie (laughs) i figured someone had to at some point god damn it (laughs) fine go ahead so he inherits the estate but of course billy Connolly, the evil i don't know what relation he had to the family even was he like a a brother or something i don't know it was they said that it was like the uncle died so he was like the nephew of the nephew oh, or it okay. doesn't matter nephew Fair cousin enough. something like evil that. family member is like ah well if the cat dies i get everything so there's your plot literally that's the entire plot oh and also the garfield and prince switch that's it that's literally mm-hmm. it but anyway butler has a picture of prince the cat and if you've ever seen the wolverine gene gray meme it is exactly that like he's looking yes. longingly at it, put, <laughs> putting his hand on it, just it a times. <laughs> yeah, uh, sniffs it a bit. Ah, yes, a big emotional moment. This is the part of the film where Garfield gets really drunk and vomits in an alley. Severe Wolverine with Jean Grey picture energy there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so garfield wants to fuck john that butler well (laughs) yeah that's true that's true there there's parallels it's like poetry it rhymes again it's like poetry so that they rhyme Mm -hmm. every stanza kind of rhymes with the last one right Thank you, George Lucas. <laughs> oh, no. Garfield Darfield. <laughs> yeah, that that's the new character in The Mandalorian. Garfield, Garfield drinking Darfield. a 40 in a okay. death basket. Yes, now that's that also in The Mandalorian. We, we've mm. literally talked about the entire plot now, so uh, let's see. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, there uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. There, there is there's nothing else. Through my notes, and that is, in fact, everything, <laughs> yes. yeah. Garfield like, and him switch places, and... This is um, the film where you root for the bad guy to just end the film. Just end. Oh, yeah. He almost wanted... did that crossbow, but... That was one of the only good moments in this film, is when yes. fucking Billy Connolly finally gets fed up and just picks up a crossbow and tries no, to they, shit everybody. That wasn't even in the script? No, yeah, he just does it. He just wanted to get out of the movie, and he was threatening the other actors with a crossbow that he brought on set. It wasn't there. They managed to get it away from him, so he had, he had to pick up that blunderbuss that clearly was not loaded, nor was it working. <laughs> the and everyone was, was terrified of it. Mounted. Like, he picked it up, and it was still in the case. Yes! <laughs> and everybody was like, oh my god, he's got a gun! He's got a gun! Honestly, <laughs> I think that might have been the most nonsensical moment of the film for me. Yeah, they were like, yeah. Look, a monkey what he's got a gun blam blam <laughs> uh, let's see oh we had the worst uh, taunting of a buckingham palace guard ever captured on screen oh yes. that was really or, depressing wasn't, wasn't buckingham uh, what, wherever the guards are with the i don't remember these things i'm not british enough for that Oh, I know. They're yeah, they're, know. they're gonna do this bit. They won't crack up no matter what you do. Uh-huh. Hey, freeze frame. Your knee's on fire. Hmm. I know I can get this guy. Mm-hmm. No, seriously. Your zipper's down. Mm-hmm. Hey, dry goods. Yeah. Anybody ever tell you look like Tina Turner? Why, why is he twerking? <sighs> they do you know the okay. You know the, the guards we wanted it to be Buckingham Palace. But they couldn't get the right to film near Buckingham Palace because they went for which movie? <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And it fell apart. But but they did have enough money to get a corgi that looks like the Queen's corgi to drive by. That's true. Those corgis were very good. Yeah, they didn't get much else. But it's a good source. You can get them for too has, long. So I I hate to say this because it outs me as a, a gar, garf lover, a garf knower. I know the forbidden Garf knowledge. But, I'm with um, you, don't worry. What's the Garf the absolute, This has by far the worst take on Liz and John Arbuckle ever, right? Yes. John doesn't I have... even drink a single glass of dog semen. 
Right? Like, I needed it. And when it said sexuality, I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to get to the dog semen, finally. Somebody who's willing to go into the real Garfield lore, and then they don't even let him drink the dog semen from Liz. (laughs) Nothing. 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 We get get nothing. We lose. Good day, sir. To build off that, I, looking at my notes, I multiple times, without realizing, wrote down question marks, Liz likes John, or no, John cannot get married. Or why does Liz want to fuck John? So okay, here here's here's the picturesque version of John Arbuckle, as everybody knows him. Handsome, daring, (laughs) five o'clock stop yelling, five o'clock shadow, romantic, a dreamboat. Stalker. Uh Stalker. Yes. Yes. Stalker. We haven't talked about that, have we? That's what I was gonna say. I really want to mention. That the reason it's so fucking wrong, it's so creepy and horrible, and they gloss over it instantly. John is deciding whether or not he wants to ask Liz to marry him. He's trying to build up courage for it, mm-hmm. and then she goes, "Oh well, I'm," and like they're not even dating. It doesn't seem necessarily like they haven't really established any relationship between them yet. And might have been. In the she first goes, movie. "Okay, well, I'll I'll see you in a little while. I'm going over to Europe," and so he like gets a flight to follow her and stalk her and when she first sees him she goes oh my god you came and it's like no 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 no, oh my god what are you doing here there's one okay listen jennifer love hewitt you read that wrong take it again because what it should be is not oh god you came but oh god you came (laughs) there's there's two readings of that line she read the wrong way (laughs) And John Arbuckle was only ever heard the second, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's yep. the correct response. Yeah, drink that that cocktail. That's true. That's correct. So on to other upsetting things. Do you remember when they uh, did a cover of the Jefferson's theme song, but this time about having oh. lots of servants at your beck and call? No. Oh God. No. Yeah, you remember how the Jeffersons was about being rich and you know and having lots of servants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not tone deaf at all. Uh, Jefferson's theme song cover. Want to introduce you to Rommel the dog? You'll get along well. <laughs> Can we talk about the beginning of this movie where it starts out telling like, oh, out in the British countryside lives a cat that is pampered beyond all compare, and it's doing this whole thing about how pampered it is. And it's like your tea, sir, and he's getting. Like his pillows fluffed, and he Living brought him in bread, and then yeah. Yeah. it goes ah, and an equally pampered plat pat cat lat pat a cat lat pat a cat living in middle America, <laughs> this yeah. tiny house on a a shitty old like grandma's armchair on a cold sack pampered. Their like, boy, doesn't equal. that just play yeah. into like the American yeah. sensibility of like, no, 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 no. See, you're as well off as British royalty. <laughs> they really wanted to like really push that cat of the cul-de-sac thing. Like that was a multiple thing. Multiple uh, yeah, time thing. I don't really like, get 12 it. Twelve different times. So it was Maybe like the cat of the go... castle and the cat of the cul-de-sac, which made him a a, a king. I guess. Yeah. I yes. feel that was this, just an attempt to market a phrase because this, this is, is Garfield inc- and everything is marketing. Sure. This is an incredible, incredibly American film, though, because it feels very much of like the temporary embarrassed millionaires trope. Like that Americans view themselves not as poor, but as temporarily embarrassed millionaires. Like, yeah, there's no way yeah. that John is like John's living in just like a, a very middle class house. It's not, he's not in some fucking mansion that they can call us equally pampered. Oh, I was gonna say, you remember the scene in the film where they decided to explain the plot? No. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, because like, Garfield, Garfield just well. did a speech where he explained the plot, 
to the other characters in the film of what had yep. already happened yes. and what is going to happen. And they just straight up, they couldn't, they couldn't figure out how to write it. So they're just like, eh, he just, he says the plot. He says the plot, that the plot happens. As every creative writing teacher will tell you, tell, don't show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What you want to do is every time during the second act of a movie, you need to have one character turn towards the camera, look directly into the audience eyes and go, okay, I know you're all too stupid to have understood this so far. So here's what's happened. Yes. And recap it all. I, you know, to be fair, in this film, they probably assume that, like me, it's afternoon and you are about <laughs> to get blitzed because you've watched the first <laughs> half of this movie. In which case, well done. I would appreciate that. Recapping this is probably the best way to do it. Well, given how well you said this movie did, honestly, yeah, I could see why they would have to do this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. I have a note here that I'm trying to remember the context of. Uh, Garfield responsible for Fear Factor? Oh, no, I know. Yeah, No, 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 no. It's Garfield responsible for the death of Fear Factor. A death of Fear and Factor. therefore, the birth of the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. I, sh- I meant yeah. responsible for Joe Rogan experience. I just wrote down Fear Factor because my brain was melting. No, no, no. They, they reference, this is, movie came out in 2006, which is the exact year that Fear Factor died. And also has a couple of Fear Factor references inside of it, and my theory is that they absolutely murdered Fear Factor to make way for the Joe Rogan experience. Thank you, Garfield, Tale of Two Kitties. You can thank Joe Rogan experience for... You can thank uh, it for the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. This movie has spawned more crimes than we can count, is what I'm saying. To be fair, that last Garf Sona that you put on there looks like someone who listened to the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, yeah, experience. no, yeah, that, that's someone that's been on the Joe Rogan experience as a regular, yeah. correct. No, yeah, that is a Joe Rogan Garf Sona. Yes, actually. You can tell by the flowing hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so this movie thinks that John Arbuckle was an action hero who's the... Uh, not not an action hero, but like the hero of the story, the the person who punches the, the ro- villain and saves the world and gets the girl. He's literally like, uh, he's like the diehard protagonist. Yeah, no, he's suave action man. What the? He's like Mission Impossible guy. Like, how how did they? Bullen is played by <laughs> Brecken Mayer, who is. Like, I wouldn't say a good actor or anything, but he's, like, your typical Hollywood guy. Like, he's a really good-looking, you know, kind of suave dude. So it's like, yeah, this this super doesn't fit John Arbuckle. Like, you need you need a tall, thin Danny DeVito for John Arbuckle. That's yes. what you need. Yeah. But the problem is, that does not test well with the focus groups. No, yeah, that's true. Money is God. important. Okay, now I'm just imagining, like, if this movie was 30 years earlier, we could have had Tim Curry, we could have had Billy Connolly, we could have had, like, uh, Bill Murray, and we could have had instead cast Christopher Lloyd as John Arbuckle, and it would have all made sense. It would have been great. Wait, no, that follows back to my Toonstruck comment. Because <laughs> Christopher Lloyd is in Toonstruck with Tim Curry. It could be. It could have been that. Mm. The, oh, the only issue you said 30 years ago. Even 30 years ago, Christopher Lloyd looked kind of old. I don't know. If yeah, it would have had him in more like 45. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd it's didn't fine. look young after 20. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd's never looked young in his whole life. No. no. You might have to pick someone else. But I can. I, although, I don't know if I want any of those actors at like the top of their game having to take some time to do fucking Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like somebody, they could have made it Clue, though, is what I'm thinking. Oh, well, yeah. They just just made Clue, though. So. True. Yeah, Yeah, we don't have to live in that. We don't have to live in a fantasy world. They did make Clue. Fair. No no Bill Murray, but, you know, that's fine. Bill Murray doesn't need to be in everything. No. No. This movie has a really interesting soundtrack. Um, yeah, I say, sure does. I say interesting, but I don't mean it. Um, you mean the Black Eyed Peas is what you mean. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if I think about Garfield or a comic strip movie, a cartoon, like, I'm not thinking dance sequences with CGI Garfield to Black Eyed Peas at all. I, why would I think that? Why, why would well, I think that there would be an extended 
kitchen ratatouille scene of them cooking lasagna to black-eyed peas. Because of it's all 2006. It's 2006, I mean, boys. Yeah, I, I was at this point, like you're you're describing something that I would have actually had on a bingo card. If we had made bingo cards for this movie, I probably would have put a ratatouille. Yeah, and you know what you would have missed? You would have missed Stonehenge curtains. Yes, I would have missed that. <laughs> yeah. Most would have. Most would have, boys. <laughs> I, I did pick up some deep, deep, extra Garfield lore from this film, though. Oh? In a in a literal throwaway line for Bill Murray, who just wanted this goddamn project to end. He, ha- he asked the farm animals to not call him Garfield, but instead to call him G-Cat, because he's a party animal. <sighs> that sure did happen. By the way, uh, anyone out there... I he missed said, that. He said G cat. Call me the G cat of a party animal. That, I, that did happen. Huh. I, I saw the party animal. I missed the G cat. Hmm. It's my favorite Half Life character. But anyway. Yes. Uh, God, is Garfield ever. Mr. Nermole. <laughs> Mr. Arbuckle. <laughs> So wake up, Mr. Freeman. Wake up and smell the ashes. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about in the film. Has Garfield ever been like, quote unquote, a party animal? No. No, he's no. a lazy ass cat that's trying to eat lasagna all day. He doesn't do shit. He's, n- he's not according to this film. The very first scene, mm-hmm. we knew immediately that this was fucked. Because Garfield pulls himself in through the cat door of the house when it's ta- doing like the little montage thing about saying how pampered he is. He goes in through the little cat door, immediately does a somersault and like a bunch of breakdancing moves and like flips onto the couch, which. He literally what? did like my parkour training routine and it's like, uh, yeah, come on now. He's a lazy, like. Lazy cat that hates Mondays and loves lasagna. Wait, no, wait, this is... Shut up. You just wrote a really good script. I think we can make a Garfield 3. (laughs) What did you say? I didn't write that down. Uh, He's lazy, hates Mondays, and loves lasagna? Okay, let me write this. I think we got a script here. There's a story. They had literally... (laughs) Okay, so they put lasagna in this movie a half dozen times more than half dozen times because they ran out of they ideas put... and that's all they know about garfield yes oh i know to be yeah, fair, okay but that that's is what I'm pretty saying. on brand yeah sure no no no. that's what i'm saying I, I get that but i'm saying like they kept on referencing the lasagna they had one one tiny throwaway scene where he goes i don't like mondays there are no things called mondays anymore oh right like yeah they, but they they knew one thing about Garfield. Like I'm pretty sure that somebody threw the script at some, like threw Garfield lore at someone, like made a big document that said this is what Garfield is. And they read the first line that said Garfield likes lasagna, and then tossed it in the fucking trash. Yeah, what about the Klopman Diamond? Why why can't he be searching for the Klopman Diamond? That's know. a deep cut for you Garf nerds out there. Mm, Garf nerds, right? Uh, I mean, can you expect more from the screenwriter of Daddy Daycare? Also, oh, is that cur- what this is? Oh, that explains so much. <laughs> I didn't know. Also, I didn't know. Cur- I'm just thinking to the Garfield and friends. Were, were all the British animals maybe like a British version of U.S. Acres? Is that like a deeper cut than maybe, we think? Maybe. I feel was like a pig. it was. Maybe. Like, it, it's kind of close. I'm, I'm reaching Bill, here, guys. So, how did Bill Murray get into this film? We didn't talk about that because we were going to say Oh, yes, please. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Urchin was asking, you were like, wasn't there some weird way that Bill Murray got hooked into this franchise? And there was. Although, I think that this is more Bill Murray making it an excuse for picking up a paycheck since he did the sequel. And I don't think he had to do the sequel. Might but have been the contract. First, probably do you think that they actually assumed that they would make a Garfield 2 and already, yes. already have it in the contract they could yes. yeah. I 100% maybe. believe that would be the case he would have done this if he was contractually obligated <laughs> yes maybe but anyways so the the whole thing is 
This movie is written by Alec Sokolow and Joel Cohen. Yes. Oh. So oh, I remember Bill now. Murray okay. read the name as Joel Cohen mm. and thought that it was Ethan and uh, Ethan and Joel Cohen, um, but it's not. It's actually like they thought it was the Joel Cohen of the Cohen brothers. Yeah. So he thought like, wow, there's actually somebody decent writing this. Maybe it'll actually be good. That's his excuse. And so he signed on without having read the script, seeing Joel Cohen. Yep. You know, it's not that Joel Cohen. It is not that Joel Cohen. I rewatched Miller's Crossing the other day. That's a good movie. We should have watched that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? There <laughs> is a large list of things we could have watched outside of Garfield 2. But here we are. Yeah, this is our life. We watched Garfield 2. Great. Um, for the dog movie podcast, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of dogs, why don't we just talk about dogs? Let's just talk about the dogs. That sounds way better. Yeah, yeah. it's there was some interesting dogs in this movie yeah. like rommel where do we want to eat rommel <laughs> hey let's let, hey everybody who's your favorite nazi character who did you like the most uh to be fair the dog no did not no, name himself no, no the dog did not name himself rommel the dog himself seemed fine yeah yeah that's fair i'd rate that I'd blame dog the dog for the sins is... of, of the Biting Go Billy Connolly's dick out of ten. <laughs> Biting John, uh, Bill, Billy Connolly as John Cleese in the dick. As John Cleese's mm. dick, yes. <laughs> Billy Connolly as John Cleese as as Rob Schneider in no no oh, God you cannot <laughs> end no, the Schneiderverse. <laughs> You know, I'm actually kind of surprised Rob Schneider was never in this at any point. I mean, we had British Kevin James. Where was British Rob Schneider? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, that's fair. This one kind of yeah. has like a whole bunch of uh, parallels, if you think about it, to our last film. They both have all-star ensemble casts. Yes. <laughs> well-known comedians. You know, John... Cl- uh, it's... Uh, it's you got, say well-known. Uh, I would Chase, say it's- Tom Arnold, and... Rob Schneider, totally on the level, same level as uh, Billy Connolly. Um, you say well known, I say I say infamous. Yeah, that's true. I, I can't, I can't even finish. I mean, uh, yeah, okay. If yeah. you told me like f- twenty years ago that hey, there's a film with Bill Murray, uh, Tim Curry, and Billy Connolly in it, it's like fuck yeah, sign me up. This is why I said if we got <laughs> like Christopher Lloyd in it, I would think like hell, fuck, this movie's gonna be great. <laughs> this movie is not great. This movie no. is this, so. This movie is the worst of all worlds, right? Because the thing is that it's yeah. the reason why we haven't talked about it. To get serious for a moment, on this will play well to our comedy podcast. But to get serious <laughs> for a moment, this movie is bad in a very particular way mm-hmm. that makes it unenjoyable and that is that it is boring thank you yeah it <laughs> it doesn't take any risks with the material at all it doesn't do anything interesting nothing happens it is if you were to sit down and write out what you think the plot is without us having discussed it yet beyond like the very bare minimal things that we've done you would probably flesh it out more than the writers did. Yes, easily. Like, it's, like, it is exactly what you think it is. It is just vapid scene after scene of, like, bad slapstick of John Cleese, uh, Billy Connolly getting, you know, bit in the dick, have a ferret yeah. run up his trousers. Um, well, there's a ferret in the film. It has to go up someone's trousers. That there, is there, there was there was the mallard that was in full plate armor. Though. Yes, tr- there were multiple True. ducks in. Yeah. Yes, armor. there was. There were in fact two <laughs> full armored ducks that fucking tripped. No, uh, you, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold him. on. It's not yeah. armored ducks. It's ducks in human size. In human armor. armor. That yes. is okay, sorry. distinction. Yes. Okay, that is very fair. It, I was not explicit enough in what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In full human knight sets of armor that tripped him, beat him with a shield, and then started chopping him up with an axe. They just went to town on that man. That, that last part may or may not have happened. I can't believe they rigged it. How did they get the wires and everything? It's fine. Ducks in England. 
smart animals. Have you I've never heard, seen? Uh, I've heard that geese can break your arm, but this is a bit ridiculous. Yeah, I was gonna say, have you have you never <laughs> seen the the goose game? I've seen that game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the game's it's, enjoyable. It's swans. I'm sorry, it's swans. People say break yeah. your arm. My bad. Yes, well, we did. We didn't finish writing the dogs. Let's go back to Winston, the bulldog. Winston yes. is Win- actually enjoyable. I like Winston. Yeah, Winston's a good dog. Yeah, I like Winston. Winston Win- is your yeah. very quintessential British bulldog. We've talked about them a few times, but yeah, required I mean, if- by law to be named Winston or Churchill. Yes, one of the this two. this dog. It, Correct. If they named this dog anything other than Winston, I, the owners would be taken out and shot. I think in the UK <laughs> you have to legally name one of your children Winston. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fairly yeah. certain. And Winston's uh, a good boy, a, a posh, proper bulldog, uh, who also has secret passages into underground castle dungeons. Um, mm-hmm. no, well, listen, like the a, British royalty gets up to some fucked yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I would rate that dog like a, a solid 10 out of 10. Yeah, um, a good dog. I, I'd give that a 13 Not, out. I really liked yeah. that. I really liked Winston. Winston is fucking stupid, though. Can I just bring that oh, up for yeah. a moment? Yes, yes, please do. There's a plot point where, like, okay, so the animals can all talk to each other, and the humans Except can't understand Odie. them, which actually took me about 45 minutes to get, because it was not clear for a only Only the British animals. We have to, and uh, Garfield. And and, yes. and Garfield, yeah, not yeah. Odie not doesn't Odie. talk, but everything else. Yeah, Odie and not I... being able to talk to anyone is the what. Well, that's the confusing part. Like, why? <laughs> anyway, um, so I mean that that does pair with everything yeah. in Garfield and Friends and stuff, though. Like that's, that's true. I was thinking that about do, that. That does actually match up. Any case, so you have Bill Murray and Tim Curry doing the most like British Tim Curry voice possible. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's incredible, and. Upon hearing Garfield for the first time, he goes, oh, sire. And you're like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> he thinks they're the same. And it takes a while for him to figure it out, which is. Yeah. And then later on, he acts like he knew all along. Yeah, yeah. they kind of do double back on that one because they realize how bad it was. This movie yeah. is written very stupidly. <laughs> uh, we do have another dog, though, which is Odie. Odie is an extremely good boy that gets unfairly bullied by Garfield. I'd rate him over Winston myself. Yeah, I would rate Odie a a nice solid 13 and a half out of 10. Yeah, I was going to say, listen, I said that I really liked Winston, and I do really like Winston, but I do like a dog that just shuts its fucking mouth and (laughs) (laughs) animated with that horrible, like moving mouth thing that we so love on this podcast it wasn't the worst moving mouth i've ever seen in no it was it was competently done like the special effects work was all fairly competently done in this film can't take anything away from those from those crews no i was gonna say like you even pointed out when they threw garfield into the back of a car at one point Mm -hmm. the leather depressed um when they threw it in so like it was very the CG uh, and like matched what the cat would have landed on. Like they they did a decent job with the CG. I feel like honestly, I'd say beyond decent. They did a really good job. When you think of this as two thousand six, the the C- CG in this film is really really competent. It's just for yeah, this. they did way <laughs> yeah. too good of a job for this. Like I would have preferred if it was terrible and would have given us more to talk about. <laughs> it, yeah, like again, that's the problem with everything in this movie is that. This this is one of those situations where this movie either needed to be um, the rule is like eighty percent better or thirty percent worse. Yeah, <laughs> it needed yeah. to be one of the other. This movie should have just been multiple versions of the Twitter account uh, comic strip where they just take two scenes from Garfield and then always end with throwing Garfield out a window. Yep. Yep. Although the other thing that would have saved it is just just putting Patrick Warburton in there, honestly. That's true. Yeah. yeah to give an idea, if you are an <laughs> avid listener of the podcast, he, Urchin, our friend, yeah. uh, was last on for Underdog, and I remember that when we first ended the movie, your first words out of your mouth were, "God, I wish that we were still watching Underdog," <laughs> which has never been uttered before in the history <laughs> of human speech. <laughs> I still remember that before that you had said. Like, uh, previously, when we watched Underdog, you were like, 
God, I don't think that I'm your friends anymore. <laughs> so give an idea of where this is. Yeah. At least it had Patrick Warburton. This film cannot say that it had Patrick Warburton. Okay. Which is depressing because it had Bill Murray. <laughs> I I just found out something incredibly fucking disturbing about this movie that I didn't realize. Okay. Oh. Like, well, I was looking at how many like really, really good actors are actually in this movie, and I somehow missed Bob Hoskins was in it? Bob Hoskins Wait, was? was in this movie somewhere. Bob yeah. Hoskins is Winston. He's the English Bulldog. Oh. What Wait, the he hell? Wait, did that voice? Okay, I didn't Appar- know that. Okay, fair, fair wow. enough. I can't believe they got Mario Mario to be Winston. That, that up God, Winston's okay. point value. Wait, I, I, I have to up Winston to an 11. That's way I've better. I totally, hold up. I've also totally con- recontextualized this movie all of Bill Murray's line reads make way more sense. We thought he was drunk, but he was out smoking weed <laughs> with Bob Hoskins. And Bob Hoskins in his That's where the drug use comes in. Oh, it makes oh, sense now. It makes perfect okay. sense. Bob Hoskins oh, involved. Of course fuck. they're fucking smoking a doobie. Yeah, okay, now it makes sense. By the way, Bob Hoskins okay. fucking rules. Yes, he did. <laughs> And for the people that don't know, as a quick deep cut, what that is referencing is the fact that everybody thought that Bob Hoskins was a stuck-up prick on the film set of the Super Mario Brothers, and then one day they were all, like, smoking weed outside, and he walked by and he goes, Wait, you're always smoking weed out here? I've been having to go back to my mansion and smoke weed alone! Why aren't you there? And he invited them all over! (laughs) Why didn't you say something? I've been smoking weed in my mansion! Come on! Jesus Christ, I'm like two blocks down! I've been stuck, I've been feeling like I'm all alone, nobody wants to talk to me! All I've wanted to do is fucking smoke up! (laughs) God, I, uh, I, just, I rewatched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit just like last week, and this this information I don't know makes me a little sad. Just going from that to this. Look, as is tradition, the only thing that can ever happen with Garfield is complete and utter disappointment and depression because you have <laughs> interacted with Garfield in some way throughout your day. Yes, that I, is that is the standard Garfield reaction. And to be fair, this movie definitely met those criteria so yeah yeah i'm just so incredibly disappointed at how incredible the voice cast and stuff is for this movie like it it has vinnie jones too oh my god who's vinnie jones in this rommel okay i figure that's probably gonna be the case yeah Um. of course he's rommel (laughs) so for people that's lock stock and two smoking barrels and snatch and midnight meat i'm the juggernaut bitch yeah. Look, everyone remembers his classic turn in the Midnight Meat Train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or in Mean Machine in 2001. Ah, yes. Yeah. I think we're out of things to talk about, to be honest. I don't, I don't have anything I know. I'm just, I'm just yeah. angry because, like, even the small-time actors and actresses in this are all people that I normally know and love. And I, this movie has really ruined a lot of people for me. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people collected some paychecks. That's what it comes down to. Which is, yeah. you know... In the end, you gotta pay the bills somehow. It's just... How know. else are we gonna have British royalty living the high life if we aren't paying for Garfield, The Tale of Two Kitties? I was about to say, do you think they request their checks like have something else listed in the four section for this film? Mm-hmm. Of, I'm honestly like the part that. that's surprising to me is that I can actually find all of these actors and actresses listed because I feel like a lot of them would have been like, no, 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 I don't need credit. <laughs> no, 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 remove my name. Actually, that'd be great. Thanks. Because I would not have known Bob Hoskins was Winston. He didn't need to do that. <laughs> <sighs> it could have been like when the that guy from Frasier was in uh, the, the the Hellboy sequel. And he, or was it the sequel or was it both of them? And he refused to be credited for his role because he wanted the uh, actor in the suit to have it. Yes. Mm. But yes. but the other way where it's just out of shame. Yeah. Yeah. If you've ever been sitting alone in your room, completely filled with shame, you know, just can't get out of bed, you probably watched Garfield 2 beforehand. <laughs> You're probably eating a Garfield. You're probably eating a Garfield-sized pizza uh, and a Garfield-head yeah. pizza. 
with your Garfield Sona poster in the corner, yeah. you know, just sitting there watching Garfield want to fuck John as he proposes. Yeah. Well, what a movie. Yeah. If you need to get a hold of us, we're all going to be on the brand new 2021 Garfield cruise. <laughs> I'm going to be, every night I'm going to have me a Garnivore pizza. Garnivore pizza. Great. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, did we ever find out if they had a lasagna pizza? They had they have lasagna, but it's only frozen. They oh, have lasagna disappointing. pizza. Yeah. Well, gotta make that disappointment, fresh with the help. <laughs> disappointment is literally the Garfield experience. So, well, see you next time, everyone. <laughs> yeah, just episode just kind of peters out with a whimper. We're done. Like, what, yeah, what we're do you done. Do? <laughs> I got nothing. This movie petered out with a whimper 20 minutes in. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> next time, can you guys get me on for something like, like truly abysmal so I can actually enjoy <laughs> like, my life? Sure. Would sure. you like Howling 4? I love the Howling movies. Oh, hold on a moment. Oh, you know them. But, That's not okay. Okay, we got to find Hold on. Don't know. Hold on. No, 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 no. What y'all need to do is Howling 7. I think it's 7. The one that was oh. filmed for like $10 and most of the film is lion dancing. Oh my god. Howling 7. <laughs> new Moon Rising. Yep. Great. Yep. Oh, it's spectacularly. Great. It's one of the most confusing films I've ever seen. <laughs> Huh. Are we are we done recording? Are we still recording? I, I don't understand. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Know. I'm out. Were you looking for the post credit sequence? There isn't one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta find like the greater cinematic <sighs> comic cat universe. It has to. It has to. We tie into Heathcliff. Yeah, it ties into Heathcliff and Marmaduke. I know for sure. Oh God. <laughs> the, the the syndication. <laughs> You know, cinematic universe. And then uh, afterwards, we'll watch the Kathy movie. And I was going to say, we'll get Doonesbury to come yeah, in. And do well, the Kathy movie is just Sex in the City, isn't it? Uh, it's yeah. Sex in the City, but <laughs> way less racist. <laughs> I don't know. If they if they tried to turn Kathy into film, they might just make it racist as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs>